Hey guys, welcome to First World Boy. This is Will. Today I'm just going to bang on about what are we willing to do for the song. Thanks for listening. First World Boy. Hey guys, welcome to First World Boy. Hope you're doing well. This is Will. I was just thinking about uh, some of the changes that have been going on. And I made a sacrifice in regard to, instead of doing one song, to change my recording time from just the other week. So it has put it off. To actually learning a bit more detail about how many layers we could put in the music. So almost doing a week at the studio to go further into learning the layers and I sort of felt negative about not doing it but since then did a few uh, open mics and I bumped into a guy who's almost he's basically the opposite style to what I do similar sounding guitar except he's got a nylon version of mine same um you know, same standard of guitar, quite nice, uh, Indian Rosewood. And he's more a finger-picking style, and I'm more rhythm. And he actually came up to me and wanted to join in, and, and out of my songs that I played, he said a couple that he liked, which are probably the most advanced ones in regard to being ready to do in the studio. Uh, nearly all of them are, but I think... If you get a good start with the ones that you've got all the layers built out and you know where there could be issues, um, we've sort of agreed that I'm going to be sending him the rhythm section and, and how it sounds sort of in pieces and he's going to start performing them with me. But what we're going to learn really from that is uh, his style, if that works for me, that's something that's really important because something that I've learnt in the last year is although now I have worked out a way, either free or paid, to create a life of music, the stage I'm at is that although I went that extra mile, and it's very important to a lot of, a lot of the musicians who are further along their journey in sound, it's with that win, it's now... Um, left me in a position to work on my song and I think sometimes you can think you know like you sort of hit obstacles like right I've done all these pieces I'm working on it I've discovered a lot of skill sets to move forward but I've gone as far as I can for that so I'm sharing all of that through my Amped uh, at uh, journeyinsound.com and what it's really reminded me is that although I've make it made a large leap, I've now got to get back to the song. And sometimes when you hit an uh, obstacle, you know, someone say, oh, you're right, you look a little bit down. But it's sort of, you've gone as far as you can because now I have to work on the sound and the song. And now the song is, now that's starting to reward me. And I just have to trust the process. And doing so you know trusting that process means that 
if now all my focus goes onto the song and just sharing some of the lessons I learnt, you know, which can really affect you know, how, how, your affordability about getting a start. Sometimes we want to shoot up where all the people are at the top, uh, but you know, I sort of we forget that we need to make small steps that are affordable and free and and coincide with the songs that we're making and instead of trying to get the attention of all these people who are who have made it so to speak who are doing well is how can I just find the guys at my level and together grow each other and I was recently reminded I was listening to uh, Russell Brunson he does a lot of online business stuff and his marketing if you ever want to get a book set uh, The Secrets Trilogy I've thought people have asked me like some of the stuff because I can show you stuff that works really well, but it's too expensive. You know what I mean? Like you've got to get, it's a business. You've got to get a return on your music investment. And, you know, I think the battle is do you pump money into getting noticed or do you pump money into your song? Because, you know, there are local artists. There's one in that um, was at a busking festival with me a couple of years ago, Tones and I, and people say, people acknowledge how she skillfully has you know, this wonderful group at Lemon Tree and they work together and even I made that comment and, you know, and uh, I was chatting to someone who was in the art sector and he said, but remember, her, it's her, her songs, you know, like, you know, someone might say, well, that song's an earworm, but if you listen, they're beautiful music and, and it's this ability to not have eight songwriters, you know, like these uh, big stars use now, really, look, in my opinion, if you had eight songwriters, you're actually stealing music. You just say there's a million writers because how could these songs be so exact? And there are examples of that. I think Rick, Rick Beato touches on it. I have before, you know, just repeating that. Um, but you look at someone like Tones and I, and she writes all of that herself. Like, she's a genius. She's worked out how to do it, uh, busking on the street and worked out what people like. And she's put together a song that's successful to suit radio. But you listen to our other stuff, and it's it's songs that are you know worthy of your vinyl collection. And I think um, getting into that level of w- working the art form of the song is really where I'm at. But it's also just reminding me is that okay? Sometimes we don't move forward on our marketing or our uh, you know content or um, uh, what would we say our performance. We we, we uh, like you know to do with our platforms. But we can still continue to work on our performance uh, in, to go move into the studio's recording and all these little bits as we're building relationships. We're trying to look at, you know, things like audience. We're trying to look at um, how do we harvest all these efforts. And it's a little bit in between, like, um, the reason I pumped through with Amped is because I stalled with the music and instead of getting, when you hit an obstacle sometimes, people go, oh, you might be rushing. So instead of, you know, um, being stuck behind that obstacle, find another piece that I can work on until I find a solution. You know, and I think like, you know, they say your subconscious mind works on the problem while you get busy living and working on other things. And that was my hope and that's where I'm at now. So I was very pleased to meet some musicians and really meet some really gifted musicians at the Conservatory of Music just doing... Uh, live gigs, unbelievable. Some people, their ability, their song structure, unbelievable. Um, it's a great time to be in music. I know there's, where well, I was talking about bad things, 
I think now there's going to be really more reliance on relationships, ability to be efficient, you know, using your music entrepreneurially, and uh, and also trusting the process. You know, there there are going to be jobs. You know, there's a um, some things we don't want to do, but but if it's going to bring in cash flow, it's going to keep us moving on our dream. Well, then um, we know what our why is. You know. And I think that helps. You know, I think people say that a lot of times. And then another thing I've sort of decided is a lot, some of the little lessons I've learned is to do some YouTube videos around how you can do, you know, build a funnel. Uh, and I've used expensive software to learn how it was, but now I've also found people that it's very cheap. When you're starting at the beginning, at a couple of emails, it's really drawing those people into your audience. And then looking at ways. Um, I've been putting together a plan for my Dream 100, which is to bring in um, uh, people from other people's audiences. So it's a little bit like, think of it like when you're at a concert and you've got the top billing band, you might have gone for them, but you'll see four or five other bands, if it's a long day, um, support acts. Now, some of those audience didn't come to see them, but now they'll become new members of that audience because they're there. So... So when you're playing at these large events, depending on how much you get paid, you might just get paid tickets or you might get paid food and travel. You might get paid cash um, or you might uh, get access to the main stage and whatever your deal is, remember when you're there, you're trying to attract people from the main acts audience. You know, they have worked hard. They've spent millions and years and years and, you know, probably 100 songs building that audience if you get invited along you take that gig because you use that opportunity to attract people to your band and you know at first we think oh it's merch sales or it's whatever do whatever you can if it means go to the merch sense to, to sign stuff sign forever you're trying to get those people take as many photos get them to link and celebrate the connection they had with you and then you vice versa because you're just trying to then from that they can jump across there's something you can do together if you can get their email um, uh, and have a touch point where you can continue to communicate after those events. So I do digress, but you start to understand how you can go with your audience. But at the moment for me, it's now the song. So it looks like we're going to do, instead of just me popping in one song at a time, although they will be released that way, is to go in for a full week to go over all the songs. And when we go over all those songs, I'll actually also learn deeper into the craft of the song which is really exciting and it gives me also a why because you know having my responsibilities got to pay bills and there's standards that are already set in my life I think sometimes when you're in music when you focus everything into your music you've got to be careful if the bills aren't getting paid or there's a little bit of stress around money or there's a little bit of stress around attention in your family you know there's six in my family uh, that Instead of music being celebrated, it can be, you've got to be really careful. There's a fine line that it can be resented, you know. Oh, that thing again. Oh, you've got to go do that again. So um, you have to wear a lot of that flack. And you just got to, for me, I just look at that and say, okay, um, when I'm 90, what am I going to care about? It's going to be care that I've done something that's uh, deeper and important, like the art of the song. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing what you got to do to keep you moving on your journey in sound. I am too. Thanks for listening. This is Will, First Wild Boy. Rectangle.
thinking? What is this? Triangle. Good girl, Dad.